0: Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, welcome to the anime podcast of some sort. I'm David Majors. Some of you might know me as DJM and my co host, Count Jack Dalton Noir Alistair the Seventh. What's up, Jack? What's going on?
1: Oh man, I had to kill six other me's to get here today, but I'm so glad to be here.
0: It's now, exciting. Because you have so many names, was it just that they all had different names and when you killed them, you took all of those names and added them onto your own? Or or did they all just have the same name?
1: There can be only one. They they all had this impossibly long name that just gets longer each time. So, you know, Uh by the time we get to our, you know, 50th, 80th episode, you're pretty much going to be spending the first 20 minutes saying my name
0: you don't you give my improvisational skills far too much credit <laughs> well i don't
1: think i give the podcast nearly enough credit cuz this is an absolute blast to be doing this again and i'm ready to jump right in
0: let <clears> us <throat> jump right one. in with the this top story possibly <laughs> of of the anime industry for the last maybe Five, six years. God knows how long. This was huge. Uh, Jack, Crunchyroll, and Funimation are joining forces to give the world all the animes. Just all Mm -hmm. of it. And it's the two big dogs, the two titans of anime in the Western world, Crunchyroll and Funimation, uh, joining together for cross-streaming, broadcast dub production, subtitle production, home video distribution, just everything. Crunchyroll and Funimation joining together. There was a big press release from both sides. Uh, And you are able to get so much more of your anime now, all through Mm -hmm. completely legal, legit means, because they want to give it to you. It's Mm -hmm. not even a competitive thing anymore, Jack. This is amazing.
1: Yes. I'm really happy for a number of reasons. One being uh, Funimation's uh, streaming client was absolute dog crap, if you ever had uh, perused that website absolutely terrible and i even went to the the point of like finding somebody who had the the idiocy and lack of hindsight to go in and actually buy a premium and see if the premium membership made any difference in the streaming uh, on the funimation website and it absolutely did not so this with the the quality and convenience of crunchyroll with the the quality dubs and voice talent and basically the 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 sheer horsepower the the ability to just kind of elbow into any IP that they want to grab it, you have uh, well well to quote your several excellent tweets on the matter hashtag stronger together The best use of said hashtag.
0: I would say that is definitely the best use of this hashtag uh, for 2016, at least. Um, But yes, additionally, Funimation Now viewers will be able to view broadcast dubs of Crunchyroll's summer season, including Mob Psycho 100, Orange, and a personal favorite of Delta Julia and Mike Media, 91 Days. And those will be coming in the not-too-distant future. Home video distribution. Bungo Stray Dogs. Mm -hmm. A personal favorite of mine, Joker game. The smash hit Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. Ace Attorney. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for the dub for that. I don't mind
1: that it's mediocre.
0: I do not mind at all. Subtitles and English dubs. Streaming and home video release. The and the list goes on and on and on berserk twin star exorcist uh, big order gintama shout out to colton and mm-hmm. this is just if you are an anime fan right now this is this is hashtag #everything I, I really think that this is just this is it's just good awesome stuff
1: This is a really really great thing, and they're not battling for anything, so there's not going to be a huge thing of, you know, I look at this, and I, of course, think, okay, this is great, because there's, uh, I really do prefer to see stuff dubbed, so I'm really looking forward to, you know, having the huge library already available to Crunchyroll to, you know, be at least considered for dub, uh, which is good, because, you know, the... I, I do see the need for it sometimes. Sometimes it can be, it can be a weird dub. Doesn't matter, uh, but you know, I I just absolutely I want to pay attention to what the characters are moving, acting, what they're doing and saying. I don't want to read my anime. I just read the manga at that point, as uh, Cromarty High School would put it. If you want to know, just read the manga. But. Uh, I'm also just, I I wonder about stuff that maybe ordinarily wouldn't have gotten into Funimation's hands uh, when this happened. Because, I don't know, I haven't been paying an extensive amount of attention to what's been available for home release for Funimation. Because, first of all, I live in a weird little one-horse town in NorCal where there's absolutely just... Garbage for anime selection in the nearest Best Buy and the stuff that's available outside of things that are not Best Buy uh, is a little used record shop where people bring their old hentai. So I haven't been paying much attention but what I did see in terms of adverts and banners has been, you know, stuff like high school D&D and things like that. So this is a huge opportunity for them to kind of stop being that in my brain, and uh, you know, notable other people's brains is likely, and and just get get back into just content and getting the content out, being good about it, having good releases. Funimation is really good with home release. And Crunchyroll's good with convenience. It's it's seriously just peanut butter and mint. Uh, uh, peanut butter and mint. Chocolate and mint or chocolate and peanut butter. And I fucked up my thing. But yes, that's that's how that goes. And I'm excited. There is one As, more thing
0: I have. And I was going to say a couple more things about this since you oh, brought yeah. up Crunchyroll's convenience. Uh, and mm. their streaming quality in comparison to Funimation. I have a Crunchyroll Premium account and i'm able to watch uh, on my big screen on my playstation 4 the thought that funimation's massive library uh, along with funimation still maintaining their partnerships with hulu and amazon and the like all of these things being more readily available to me on any device whether it's A tablet, a phone, a computer, my console, and I'm going to talk about watching Berserk on my PS4 later. Oh, yeah. If you are a anime viewer that is able to enjoy things on the big screen and you don't necessarily mind reading subtitles, this is just this is so awesome. This this Mm -hmm. you have so much more available to you and you won't have to fight with Funimation's app to do it.
1: Yeah. Oh God, that's a terrible app. I have I have one little particular thing. Of course, there's always going to be the person who's like, "Is Title X going to get a dub?" Then and you know, just to start the ball rolling, I guess if you want to join the conversation, you can of course at uh, just call me DJM or at Jack D. Tyler D. After the podcast has been broadcast, and tell us what uh, what title you'd like to see dubbed or acquired by Crunchyroll for convenience's sake. My personal opinion is this could be an opportunity for quality dubbers of Funimation to acquire that little ditty called Osomatsu san and weave their magic. That is a good opportunity since it's so popular, but you know, even if it isn't even if it isn't dubbed ever, it uh, suits me just fine. It really does. There's been rumors of season two. But, you know, I'm excited either way.
0: So, yeah, I'm curious as to what listeners might say. I would say, and I'd love to hear how the listeners feel about this one, especially uh, in light of its recent conclusion of its first season. And it apparently being really popular since we talked about it on its season. Re Zero. Uh, And I think that show... It feels like it has breakout potential. It's first season. A lot of people really caught on to it. It was it was a show that I always saw people talking about in my Twitter feed uh, via tweets and retweets and conversations and hashtags. And I think that is one. if it is getting a dub, I think that could be the next big show. Also, REM is best Girl. <laughs> and I, I believe ReZero right- could be right up there with Osumatsu-san. I also agree with you, Jack. That is one that could definitely break out. So, yeah, you guys, tell us which show you'd like to see get a dub in the not-too-distant future now that mm-hmm. all of this anime power has consolidated to just give us more damn content.
1: Oh, Yeah before we move on, I, I'm really surprised and happily so uh, continuing our trend of, you know, just really good uh, company lines recently, just, you know, really open stuff is that uh, these companies are basically saying this is for the fans. And of course it is. I mean, these are the two biggest names in American history. Uh, Anime right now, that that was poorly phrased. They're they're the ones distributing anime in America, and they're the two biggest names in it. And they they just uh, I'm just gonna read a little bit of this here. Uh, Uh, Where in the heck is it? The problem is uh, the market was fragmenting up a bit. You had other players coming in like Amazon and Hulu. The issue with some of those big players is that they're maybe not as concerned with the fan experience as Crunchyroll and Funimation. That's absolutely true. Uh, The people who work for Funimation, you know, if you listen to their... Deluxe interviews and uh, Commentaries on those Nice little box sets You know they are as much of the fans Of the stuff that they're dubbing As the people who are you know In there on day one Watching the subs Watching the raws even They love this stuff And they love to translate They love to bring it out there In uh, a way that more people can access it And you know this is This is huge You know there's really There's really That's the bottom line from this. This is great.
0: I'm pleased. I am pleased as well. And it's just another way that anime is just bringing everybody together. So much so that Japan has finally come to their senses and launched the anime tourism association uh coming to us from crunchyroll uh the japanese government has helped a con- an organization of private businesses uh, some big companies like the kadokawa corporation and japan airlines to spur tourism to japan for anime and manga fans from all over the world to visit various locations across the island nation. And it is led by the legendary anime director Yoshiyuki Tomino, (laughs) creator and director of Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, The the first order of business is to select 88 sacred sites associated (laughs) with anime and manga. So wherever some significant event where your favorite anime happened uh that may be one of those places uh, a birthplace of your waifu or your husbando <laughs> so
1: i'm just uh i'm just unclear your, David. your favorite so, anime temple whichever so 70 70 of these 88 sacred locations are just tokyo tower then am i clear on that just yes. to be sure
0: yes everything more happens
1: in tokyo
0: tower <laughs> more than likely and and if it's not Tokyo Tower, it's going to be various temples in various locations across Japan.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think this is fun. This is a fun idea. Um, still worried about you know the various uh, mm,
0: hear things about Japan. Dark yeah. things. I've heard things about Japan from friends of mine that have been there, and well. Yeah, it's very, it's definitely interesting, and this is one to keep an eye on for sure. Uh, maybe this will uh, finally give confirmation to where Japan is in fact hiding their giant robots. Again, Yoshiyuki Tomino is at the head of this organization, so if there's one guy <laughs> that actually knows where Japan is is keeping their robots. It's the creator of Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh,
1: and <laughs> you just go to the tour and they start and they're just right at Tokyo Tower and he just kind of shows up as like Zed it is and then Tokyo Tower just immediately turns into a gundam
0: well I mean yeah he. I mean he's the guy <laughs> if anyone would know uh, how to push the red button it would be him Zed he, he it anyone. is
1: oh man and but yeah this is interesting
0: it, it uh, really it's... is Maybe, I, I'm go ahead.
1: Go, go ahead sorry okay um maybe this is kind of the start of japan uh i mean for sure they've they it's it's always been you know a question of the people that i've heard i'm a friend of anime and i'm gonna go to japan they come back and they're like oh god the people look at you when they they want to touch you, and it hasn't been fun to hear that because it sounds just as frustrating and as uh, upsetting as people's initial thoughts of going to France. And then they leave, and they come back, and they're like, "Oh, it, it was actually great." It's like they're the two impressions and realities of going to France and going to Japan are flip flopped. Is that France can actually be a really pleasant place? place especially if you kind of go to more rural areas Maltzami Michel is really cool uh, a bunch of my friends in high school actually went over there and it was really interesting for them had a good time without me but you know uh, h- they took how, pictures
0: uh, what is their tolerance level of the dumb American Jack uh, speaking as a dumb mm-hmm. American myself I-, I am curious as to their tolerance of the likes of yours truly
1: well, you know, uh. Just American of Stupid, everybody. n'est pas <laughs> Uh. According to, uh. these, you know, high school age tourists from Mont Saint Michel, you know, all these years ago, all well, not too many, but a few, uh. they, uh. they said that people were, you know, they were really friendly, and, uh. a few of them, they were, you know, their second, third year French glasses so they were able to speak a little bit and i i swear on a stack of my manga that's right next to my bedstand that this is true one of them actually uh one of the one of the locals actually corrected uh my friend roscoe's pronunciation on things and he didn't take it to be condescending it was just kind of like oh you know you would probably say it like this instead of that and it was just a really nice area for them and they had really good meals of course and um no they they found it to be really pleasant and then meanwhile people are like oh man i'm gonna go to japan everyone's gonna be really polite and then you get molested on a train because yeah. you're a yeah. tall lady and they sure love that but you know so or, i feel you know, like
0: you're not wake Caucasian. up America.
1: mm-hmm yeah wake up america uh, france is france is really nice at least outside of paris i still hear things about paris from people but that's strangers talking on yahoo answers and whatever but you know france is nice nice people especially in the rural areas and germany Pan. is nice oh yes i want to go to amsterdam but aside from travel um, plans, this. My,
0: my disaster plan for 2017 is Utrecht in the Netherlands, not Amsterdam. Too many tourists.
1: That, you know, that is true. That is true. That, that could be a lot of fun. Best music
0: scene in Europe as well. Mm. Best music scene out there. Utrecht. Excitement.
1: Yes, So indeed. would you, in the next couple of years, would you, David, as you are, would you maybe consider... Saving up for this sacred. Why in the heck are they sacred? I I don't know. That's an interesting thing for them. I think they're kind of like still trying to bank on their culture. But would you visit any number of these sacred sites? Would this be a thing that maybe you'd plan for in the next four or five years?
0: Well, I am am already planning to make my weeaboo pilgrimage to the motherland uh, one of these days. It is number one. On my bucket list, uh, I will say that this... Does this help? Does this hurt? I would say I would have to see which anime they reference in particular. Uh, If it is an anime that catches my attention, uh, if it is a particular site that I care about, then maybe. But I will have way too many other things on my mind, like... Japanese people staring at me because I'm not Caucasian or Japanese, Uh finding my way around. Uh, I have a few friends that are American that live in Tokyo, uh, making sure I don't lose them so I don't get stabbed. Mm-hmm. But but I would not rule these sites out. It really just depends on what anime. I'm not going to a place where uh, the the girls from k had their first rehearsal together. That's probably no. not going to happen. And
1: I wouldn't, even, even though I absolutely adore the man, I would not really be super jazzed about going to the birthplace of Osamu Tezuka. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. It's just kind of like, alright, cool next stop kind
0: of deal. And just a quick aside. Uh, We talked about Crunchyroll a second ago. Um, Most recently, there has been a show that has uh, been kind of brought back, as it were, uh, from the original OVA and the long-running manga. Uh, Jack, are you familiar with Berserk?
1: Oh, yeah. I read the manga maybe god 2012 that's 40 e- david 2012 was four years ago
0: yes it was yes my it god was it it's time for jack's was. blue
1: screen to death everybody but uh <laughs> yes please continue <laughs> jesus um, christ
0: yeah f- um the manga uh, the, the OVAs, uh, which I watched not that long ago with my friend Josie, who introduced me to Berserk. Uh, and most recently, there is a brand new anime TV series that was 12 episodes. Uh, it's on Crunchyroll, and, uh, I'll just get it right out of the way. I definitely recommend it. Uh, for the first couple of episodes, I saw across the tweeter twatter that the animation was very polarizing. Uh, But given what I've seen of the manga and the OVA, uh, it was very appropriate to the series itself. It felt like uh, it felt like this was a show that needed to look different from other anime. And it does. And Mm -hmm. it did. Uh, Also, uh, for convenience sake, I did watch it on my TV uh, which is probably different from a lot of people that were watching it on their computer or their phones or whatever. Uh, seeing the animation for Berserk on my TV, it was probably a much more enjoyable experience. So mm-hmm. I'm. It, it was very polarizing. You either loved it or hated it. And I'm on the side of loving it as did my friend Josie uh she had a few quibbles here and there of the of the series not being totally a a one-to-one of the manga but it was uh, as she said it she wasn't complaining it just was different uh but it was mostly on point to the manga uh taking place after the OVA and I think that my biggest issues, my, my biggest, uh, ticks with the Berserk anime is, one, the opening theme is wildly inappropriate. It, it sounds like something that would belong in a shonen anime starring ninjas, and not a medieval fantasy full of blood and darkness and death. And... I would say that the first season, spoilers, there is a second season, the first season does not end on the best note, but I do know that the creator of the manga is an executive producer and is involved with the anime itself, so I imagine that he is keeping an eye on things to make sure everything turns out okay or as best as can as it can be. I'm going to go ahead and recommend the first season of Berserk. It was a pretty enjoyable watch. We binge-watched the whole thing because she loves Berserk, Josie, my friend, and I really enjoy the hell out of it, so it was a good binge watching. I don't binge-watch very often just because I don't have time to, but this was a damn enjoyable watch. Uh, have, you, have you gotten the, che- the chance to check out the OVA or, or the Anime Jack?
1: Uh, no, but I have seen, uh, screenshots of, uh, the, you know, the 2016 series and I, I think it's fine. I do. Uh, I, I agree with you. It has to look different to set itself apart from things because this is a straight up saying and it is, Um, It isn't like Jojo's Bizarre Adventure where it started off as shonen and then became seinen after they were like, whoa, hang on, that's a lot of blood for little children. So um, this, you know, it came right out the gate being thematically different and for older audiences, so it has to look different. So I think it looks fine. Again, I don't really see too much of a problem with it. But again, screenshots different than seeing stuff in motion. So uh, that could change. But it's definitely on my priority list because I, uh, I do miss Berserk. I do. There's really, there's not a lot like it.
0: I will also stress best viewed Uh, on as big a screen as possible and usually with most anime i would say it's fine to watch it on your computer watching it on your tablet or whatever in the case of the berserk anime series if you can watch it on a console over the crunchyroll app watch it that way and watch it on a really good-sized screen you will not be disappointed all right excitement
1: very exciting.
0: And everybody get hype for season two. <laughs> hype! There is another <laughs> anime that people are not necessarily hype about right now, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yes. A la- couple of episodes back, or maybe the last episode, we talked about Pokemon and the never-ending travels of one Ash Ketchum. And there is a new season of the Pokemon anime coming out. And Ash's new design uh, has caused some discussion, uh, as some of you might have seen uh, on the Anime Centrist Twitter account. Uh, It is highly questionable. Uh, We'll put this in the show notes uh, for everyone to see. But yeah, Ash's new character design, as well as Pikachu's and a few others the the word i would use oh and the anime centrist used is highly questionable and and Mm. the anime centrist we we don't like to take strong takes very often so that that's the strongest we'll say it's it's highly questionable uh jack have you seen this the the new pokemon anime and ash's new look
1: what they done did to ash catch him
0: what they done did to ash catch him no jack what they done to ash
1: jesus christ i saw this uh the first time i saw it it was on tumblr and you know tumblr knows absolutely everything about character design they sure do
0: (laughs) that that's mechanical symphonies on tumblr everybody
1: (laughs) you know surprisingly i don't get a lot of hate on there it's really nice (laughs) but um I and I'm pretty. I'm pretty vocal about my my thoughts on Tumblr's darling show, Steven Universe too. I'm just kind of like, yeah, no, and you know, are they no still hate? on that?
0: Are they still? Oh, on they that? are.
1: They are still on it. That thing is season on season four now. I think. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's no god, <laughs> but <laughs> if there is, it's a crystal gem, and that makes me mad. But um. You know, they, they like their CalArts smiles and their their undertales and their, you know, bibbity boppity boos whatever. But, um, you know, a, I saw a couple photo sets of it and all the comments on it were surprisingly positive. And I didn't want to say anything, so I was thinking to myself, like, maybe it looks different Emotion? Mm-mm. No. I... David, it's time for a little bit of an art reverie, if you please.
0: Do Specifically it, on the
1: art style.
0: I yield the. Rem- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> you called me. Uh, that's okay. I will consider that you calling me Mr. Williams of Army uh, of Darkness. Yes.
0: I-, I was going to say shout out to Sam the one,
1: The one true Ash.
0: I yield the remainder of my time on this story to the gentleman from California.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, back in the day, we had Pokemon, and it was unlike anything we'd ever seen from America. It's it's definitely stood for a very long time, and people are getting sick of some of its more tired cliches, as we've gone on before previously on this show. But... I don't mean to be you know an old codger when I say it really does it really does behoove it to kind of keep the status quo, but you know that's that's not going to happen. But Pokemon has such a distinctive style and it doesn't just pertain to the people, it pertains to the creatures. And when you change the character design of your protagonists, Your protagonists, Pikachu is a protagonist as well, uh, so drastically, it's going to affect the way that you uh, design the rest of your merchandise. Because the Pokemon themselves are basically walking merchandise. You're going to be, you know, redesigning things for plushies, for all the cards. Do you really want to go through that, Game Freak? I don't know. But, you know, it isn't up to my... Uh, you know, it's not up to me, but I honestly, you know, I look at Pokemon and absolutely nothing looks like it. It looks, uh, it's got, surprisingly for a lot of anime now, the eyes are surprisingly narrow. Uh, the pupils have that really distinctive shape that you don't get from a lot. And, you know, it's simple, but it's colorful and it looks good. this, I was telling David earlier, uh... Looks a lot like somebody on the Pokemon team went, Hey, you know what's really trying to steal our thunder right now? Not Digimon somehow. They didn't think that was an issue, even though that's coming up with some more games. They looked into their souls and thought Yokai Watch is an issue. And they looked at the art style and the animation style for the cutscenes of Yokai Watch, which is now on its second game, and said okay, I can do this, it doesn't look that hard, and failed. Because I'll tell you one thing about Level 5, who are famous not just for Yo-Kai Watch, but previously the series Inazuma Eleven, and of course, my fave, Professor Layton. They are deceptively good at making really simple character designs have weight and flesh, and not just look like features tacked on to a simple shape. I would highly recommend anybody who has been kind of mildly interested in Professor Layton or, you know, kind of interested in picking up a new game, you know, the games for the DS, pretty cheap, take a look on YouTube at some of the cutscenes for Professor Layton, specifically for stuff like The Lost Future. That's a really good one. It's mid series, really nice animation. The cutscenes have a lot of good weight to them, and he's just a cylinder with a smiley face on it. You wouldn't think that'd be that hard. But, you know, Pokemon done fucked up. What they done did to Ash Ketchum. They didn't understand that concept, and I, you know, I worry about him. It was a good idea to change, even if I, you know, sound like I didn't want them to change, they didn't change in the right way. If they wanted to make their brand unique, they would have at least hired somebody who knew how to draw. And that's all now, I have to say about
0: that. Now, Jack, uh, I hope this does not trigger some of our listeners out there, but I was looking at this story uh, and looking at the comments section courtesy of Kotaku. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody calm down. Calm down. Yes, it's Kotaku. <laughs> relax. Gaming journalism. And uh, someone in the comment section on this story put it so perfectly And it explains everything. Uh, You remember when we last talked about Ash and Pokemon, we were talking about how everyone was expecting him to win his last Pokemon League and then he didn't? Um, Well, (laughs) just seeing this from the comments section, uh, there was so much controversy with Ash losing the latest Pokemon League that ash was so embarrassed that he got plastic surgery moved to another country and left the spotlight entirely that's a perfectly good kayfabe canon explanation for this
1: it's just it's just like the the big plot twist in speed racer (laughs) it's amazing i i agree with that i subscribe to that headcanon
0: When in reality, the animation and Ash's design has been so bad and so negatively received that they have made an entirely new anime entitled Pokemon Generations, completely free of Ash Ketchum. It's going to be a YouTube series distributed via YouTube entitled pokemon generations uh, coming to us from otaku usa magazine there is more animated pokemon on the way uh, i remember a few years ago they did something like this where they retold the story of red the original character from the first pokemon oh yeah game. Uh, mm-hmm. and it looks like they're doing a, a series of shorts uh, called pokemon generations Uh, that will give us a little bit more insight into the world of Pokemon from the games. Uh, Looking at some of the screenshots, there's some battles, there's Giovanni. Uh, The episodes will be about three to five minutes in length and released on YouTube from September to December uh, every Friday. And yeah, we've got a little bit more of a Pokemon anime that has uh, I won't go so far as to say dark and gritty, but that there's definitely a bit more of a bit more of an intense vibe to it. There isn't so much of a kitty cartoon vibe. I would almost say it's it's more of a TV PG than it is a TV y, like the Pokemon you would say- anime.
1: You would say this is more likely for the people who have grown up with Pokemon than the people who are getting into Pokemon right now, or rather, the people who have grown up with Pokemon versus their kids who are now playing
0: Pokemon. Correct. Correct. Uh, there it's you looking go. like a from the article, it's taking. From the early days of the Kanto region the the old school games uh, oh, all yeah. the way up to more recent versions so this is definitely going to be something for the die hard Pokemon fans
1: I'm actually you know I I didn't have uh, you know my stance on Pokemon I'm just kind of like okay dear God can we get this over with I'm glad Pokemon goes dying but uh, this actually kind of got my hopes up because if you remember david and i think i've spoken about this on the podcast that i really really like the pokemon manga featuring red blue the little thief girl named green and yellow who is actually my favorite protagonist from the pokemon uh multiverse canon multimedia section kind of situation and you know, I kind of I don't want to get my hopes up because this is something that, you know, you know, five minutes, not a whole lot. But it would be interesting at the very least to see if they even kind of touch on bringing uh, Yellow in because he is an interesting character. Uh, I'd highly recommend, again, cause just kind of plug and stuff for people to check out. I'd highly recommend if that's something that interests you, you know, find a little website where you can peruse your manga and take a look at Pokemon Yellow. Red is also very good, really nicely drawn, good action scenes, and of course, you know, you get a lot of the the stuff about type uh, matchups and stuff like that. Some really interesting kind of physics stuff happens, but Yellow. Yellow is interesting for the, the thought of uh, Pokemon as animals and as creatures who exist in the environment and having to kind of be in a in a symbiotic kind of codependent relationship with human beings, so uh, that turns into interesting stuff. And Giovanni's there, but I won't say why. That's something that I think that any fan of Pokemon, especially if you're really really into caring for your little critters in your 3ds, might be something you want to check out. And I almost hope, I, I I almost dare get my hopes up again, David. I've been hurt so many times, but I almost want to get my hopes up that maybe yellow might show up. That would be pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool well, for me.
0: I hope it would give you something to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Kinda like how you enjoy the PS Vita and you occasionally oh, yes. come to the A Posse with a Vita game. So uh do you have another one for us? I do. Hey
1: kids, do you like Psychopaths? No, you don't because yeah! you're a kid. If you're a kid. You shouldn't be. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you shouldn't be playing psychopaths if you're a kid or watching it, rather. Well, you can actually play it now. Um, uh, this is categorized on IGN as a graphic adventure game, and I've taken a look at first 15 minutes of gameplay on YouTube really interesting game uh this is kind of a visual novel text adventure and it looks like it has some light gameplay elements like nine hours nine persons nine doors a really interesting uh ds breakout title that's spawned guess what two vita game sequels uh it's really interesting uh you know the character art looks really nice and everything and of course it's psychopaths which is you know my personal favorite thing that uh, Mr. Obochi-san has done, I wasn't a big fan of... Uh, God, what the hell was the thing before? Well, the big one being Madoka and um, the one before that, the the visual novel, which I can't remember. But I don't... Uh, outside of just seeing a little bit of gameplay, don't know a whole lot about it because uh, I just kind of flit. In and out of Psychopaths, but if this is something that interests you folks, I know a lot of you like Psychopaths Psychopass is pretty good. It's definitely something to check out because it's a little different, not necessarily just a visual novel, a little bit of some thought involved in this, which I think very much suits the tone and the style, and of course, uh, a lot of uh, wouldn't you want to be a member of Psychopass? Not a member of psychopaths. Wouldn't you want to go in and solve all kinds of crimes before they even start? And that's a thought that I have all the time. That's why I'm a member of the freelance police. Check it out, folks. It's I uh, want to say forty bucks. Yeah, forty bucks. Digital distribution. Uh, published by NIS America. So check that out. It's called Psychopaths
0: Mandatory Happiness. Take it a look. Take a look. And if you're one of those people out there that has not watched the Psychopath anime, you probably are nine. So don't watch it yet. Wait until you're older, but it's absolutely fantastic.
1: Hey, kids, wait 10 years and then watch Psychopath and then play the game.
0: Kids. It's really, really good. It really mm. is uh jack for for the yes. first time in this calendar year in twenty sixteen, I actually spent a weekend at one of them their anime conventions and oh. I'm so happy as no as convoluted story to as to
1: how you couldn't make it
0: no not this time, not this time. no brushes with death no oh no no harrowing adventures. I made it to the convention, possibly because it was only a brushes with death. Well, we'll we'll get into that, Um, but thankfully, this particular convention was called MidoriCon, and it was at Maumee State Park in a little part of Ohio, just off of Lake Erie. So it was roughly about an hour and a half drive from my house. So that. Left little margin of error. And I hung out with my friend Leah a shout out to Leah. How you doing, Leah? And we picked up a friend, uh, a random new con friend, uh, at the airport who put a message up on the Facebook about needing to be picked up at the airport to go to MidoriCon. So, out of the goodness of old DJM's heart, we picked her up at the airport and we headed the rest of the way down to the shore of Lake Erie for MidoriCon in Ohio. Uh, One thing about the state of Ohio, and I guess Midwest cons in general uh, especially with the state of ohio they all have kind of a unique little hook to them as it were whereas with colossal con earlier in the summer that takes place at the kalahari resort in sandusky ohio which is the home of cedar point and all of the various water parks in that area so it, not only are you getting the whole anime con thing and a few cosplayers in bikinis if you know what i'm talking about uh mm-hmm. you get the whole water park and hotel that has a a pool with a bar uh if you've ever seen one of those where where the bar is right at the pool yes, and it's I just a blast. Those. it's yes, right out it, of
1: leisure suit larry
0: it, it, it's a blast it really is uh in the case of Midoricon, this took place at a state park so the convention itself was semi outdoors. There were outdoor events. Uh, there was a live action Mario Kart in which your oh truly gosh. DJM dominated.
1: Like Excellent. A boss.
0: Excellent uh, stuff. There were dudes dressed as bananas to try and get in everyone's way. Water <laughs> balloons were thrown. But in the end, yours truly was triumphant in his race. However, I was too fast and too furious, Jack, because I ended up breaking the cart. Oh, no. Uh, I I ended up breaking the cart so badly that for the next round, they had to go to single race time trials. And I felt so bad. Oh, no. I felt terrible. That's a shame. I was seriously too fast and too furious for so, live-action Mario Kart.
1: I suppose my my question is then, uh, since you were so fast and so furious, were you uh, akin to Mr. Luigi, infamously uh, known for his death glare in Mario Kart Eight, or were you more of a more of a Donkey Kong type, just kind of generally causing a ruckus, or something else well, entirely?
0: Well, Jack, I would yeah. say that I was more like Sonic and the Seagull All-Stars because I took that race and I transformed it and I took it <laughs> to the next level. I, I was, I was too fast. I, I, I had to go fast and I guess I just went too fast and broke the cart.
1: You got to You got to go faster, 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 faster. Was the cart That's broken? Right. Oh, well. Still fast. waiting on that DLC for Sonic Nintendo. Come on. Mario Kart Seriously. and Sonic. Just Seriously. just have Sonic, you don't even have to make a special cart for Sonic. Just have Sonic race on
0: foot. Well, you can <laughs> Come play on. all play All <laughs> Stars Racing Transformed. Play Sega It's a great game. It really is. If you have not played Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing Transformed, I believe it's on all of the the last gen consoles it's a really fun game
1: i believe it was actually on vita as well so that is something i could check out yeah this is just the plugging things episode but i don't mind at all i'd love if people you know checked out half
0: of the yes. stuff that i plug. Cons- consume quality content everybody if you get nothing else from this episode of the anime podcast of some sort but back to Midoricon for a second um, mm-hmm. As as some people know that at anime cons, there are musical events and there are dance parties. And these things took place at the outdoor amphitheater at, at the park, which Ooh. was really fun. Uh, there was a band that played covers from games and anime and all of that stuff called Ghost in Blue. Uh, nice guys, good guys there. Uh, also, there was a... A cosplay bonfire in the evening uh, on the shore of Lake Erie. Uh, that, that sounds a... like
1: a fire hazard, but I'm still for it.
0: Well, uh, I will say that there it probably was a fire hazard, but at the time I was <laughs> drunkenly kissing people's eyeballs, so Beautiful. I would I would not have known. Um, shout out to the folks at No Laughing Otter Cosplay. They are wonderfully fun cats and kittens and they put on entertaining panels and and it was great to see them again it was great to see damien and erica and and that whole crew so big shout out to no laughing otter cosplay and check out their youtube channel as well google that and and tell Mm -hmm. them i said hi and this was a wonderful convention. Uh, on top of that, this was my first anime convention at a hotel where I actually partook in the hot tub as well. So, anime con, hotel, hot tubbing, it was all in all a pretty fun experience. and It was also a really small convention, not exactly Otakon or Anime Central in Chicago or Yomacon, which is looming. And I'm... I'm glad I got that anime convention itch scratched. It had been far, 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 too long. But I've got it back in my blood, Jack. I've got it back in my blood. So much so for Yomacon here in my my hometown of Detroit. Uh, I'm just, I'm so excited. And yes, Jack, it is finally happening. I will be cosplaying for real.
1: Yeah! What are you thinking? What are oh, you thinking? Uh,
0: all I will say is that I am tapping into my broken brilliance. Uh, if oh you my. have seen me on, on Twitter recently, you can probably already figure out what I'm talking about. Also, there will be something that I'm doing with my friend Josie that will be Sonic-related. So, Ooh. it's it's going to be a good time for all yomacon is like my wrestlemania it's just it's the convention where i get to be djm 100 percent of the time instead of just david and i'm i'm so excited the hype is truly real go to an anime con everybody i know you some of you probably have the the, the social anxiety but man they're fun and hey you, when you, you get
1: me- there when you get there, You'll people make are just afraid of you as you are of them. But, you know, uh, you can really open people up. I have the miraculous ability to be uh, an extrovert on the outside while I am dying on the inside that comes with the theater territory. And boy, howdy, if you just sing like two bars of a song to somebody, they are immediately just ready to propose marriage at an anime convention so you know just brush up a little bit or on favorite things. two bars of something yeah oh 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 yes <laughs>
0: yeah Oops. hey now
1: oh yes it it happens and uh, yeah. just,
0: yes it does
1: hey kids that are clearly listening to this podcast even though i said the f word a little while ago uh wear protection be careful yeah
0: just just don't be stupid and go to an anime convention you'll make friends you'll have fun Uh, speaking as an introvert who has had thousands of hours of practice fooling people into thinking that he's an extremely charismatic extrovert Uh, i've had countless hours of practice it works and you will have a blast Uh, unless you're just a slug unless you're like a literal slug then you might get stepped on then don't go really nice
1: very nice (laughs) And uh, so, I'm really hoping that that's going to be a really exciting experience, and I'm looking forward to more, more stories of the infamous three fast five me, DJM. After that convention has come and gone, uh, I,
0: I know that Yomakon does a live action Mario party, uh, and a Mar- Mario party after dark. Damn! So we'll we'll see how that goes.
1: So basically we'll Mario Party goes. After Dark is just everybody finds the nearest Peach cosplayer and just screams how much of a bitch she is to everybody. Yes. This is true. Oh god. This is true. Fuck
0: Peach. I swear or, to god or I hate. some, some drunken or, fool will try and get into a push up contest with Donkey Kong or something.
1: Fuck Peach but also fuck Peach. Perhaps. I don't know. Uh, I think maybe the next convention for me, unless I am actually dragged to uh, um, Anime LA, is uh, probably going to be the next SAC anime in winter. Because I missed the one this summer, because I was broke. But, um, oh wait, actually, there is, is Yaoi Con coming up, and I could be dragged to that as well. So, you know, things that could be an interesting story to tell
0: <laughs> oh please do if you do go we will have to hear about that oh. story on an oh, episode boy. of the anime podcast of some sort jackson we will have <laughs> to hear about Yowie con i've always wanted to hear about yaoi con so if you do go please come back and please give us all of the deeds.
1: Like cottage cheese through a strainer, DJM. Like cottage cheese through
0: a strainer. Can't wait. Oh, boy. And I can't wait to see what else you're doing. So to tell us where we can find your stuff, Jack.
1: Oh, yeah. So, as mentioned earlier, I have a Tumblr. I, don't, I know, right? At mechanicalsymphonies.tumblr.com. .exe.gov. Just kidding. I'm also on Twitter at Jack D, Tyler D, and for sure if you check out anything that any of us have mentioned in this episode I'd really like to hear. Uh, that'd also be, you know, real fun time to start a conversation or whatever. And I do have a Patreon. It's a little dead right now. I'm trying to kind of spruce up my digital portfolio and get the arts back in track as I'm trudging through the rest of my art education, but that is at Patreon Jack Noir Draws. That's J A C K N O I R E Draws. Because I draw. And I'm Jack Noir. And uh yeah, that's about it. Really exciting stuff coming up in the future. Gonna try and do a few little shorts, little short comic I- pages, cause yes.
0: I-, I heard once upon a time you also had a YouTube page.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
0: Is you know what? still a
1: fan? You know what? I actually have some plans for that because I have some good recording equipment now. Thank you very much to patrons, um, as well as some other stuff. So, I guess it's time to continue to plug that as we continue this bit. <laughs> but, uh, youtube.com <laughs> slash user slash Yoshi star... Spirit. YouTube, Uh. I don't know why. I don't know why, YouTube. I don't know why you never changed it when I told you to change it, and then I tried to change it again, and it didn't change. I don't know what took you so long. But, you know, if my friend, my good friend in Hawaii Sky can, uh, you know, continue to be Homestar Runner Tron and have a pretty decent following still, I think I can stick with this, so youtube.com slash user slash yoshistarspirit could be playing some games in the future um I may also be posting a few of the little highlights from the Overwatch on there so get prepared for a lot of Junkrat and a lot of Symmetra cause that's pretty much all I play
0: uh as I have recently bought Overwatch for my birthday I have found myself uh playing Genji and Anna so uh, maybe the old. Twitch.tv slash Delta Julia Mike Media might have some Genji and some Anna in the not-too-distant future.
1: When you get a few hours under your belt, I'd like to um, try and coordinate some time where we could actually uh, maybe get a few rounds in together. Because that's always a good thing. And though Uh, it isn't worth much aside from the... I would say yes, yes.
0: but uh, again... Oh, are you on PS4? I am playing yeah. on my PS4, so, yeah. yeah.
1: Sadness. Well, you know, maybe I'll... Maybe maybe you'll end up getting the PC version, or maybe I'll buy an entire PS4 to keep up with my friends.
0: It's been marked Jesus. down. It's been marked down, so, you well.
1: know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it certainly has, and um, I'd say you'll probably get a little bit more of a... Uh, of a camaraderie of a more well-oiled machine team-wise on pc just from what i hear from the people i do know who do not play on pc people tend to treat it as team deathmatch on console but maybe Mm. your experience is a little bit different and i would like to check that out on your twitch in the near future ice and what else you got ai
0: mode yet Oh
1: dear. Well, you know it's interesting because you actually picked a couple characters. Uh, not to get it too into this, but you picked uh, Genji's been severely nerfed as of the last couple of patch updates, and uh, Anna's just an interesting character to play, uh, and especially for controller. A lot of uh, a lot of people just kind of just swear off. Okay, you can't play Fairy, you can't play Hanzo, you can't play Widowmaker, and you can't play Anna if you pick a controller. It's like don't tell me what to do, but you know they they do take a while. I think, but uh, kudos for you for picking some some interesting interesting characters to kind of get into the groove with. Uh, but uh, you're I'm, having fun with it. I I trust. I trust so far.
0: Yes, uh, uh, it's mm. it's a learning curve since shooters are not normally my thing. But uh, I'm I'm going to stick with it and see how I feel. But I that's enough Overwatch stick. talk, everybody.
1: For sure. It's good, it's good. I didn't even like shooters that much, except for Bioshock. It's good. But yes, what else? What else is there, uh,
0: DJM? Everybody, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at just Call me DJM. and hey, if you're enjoying the anime podcast of some sort, go into iTunes or Stitcher Radio or wherever you subscribe to your podcast and download them, and give us a five stars. It'll really help out the podcast and get more people's eyes on it. And if there is somebody out there that you do an anime podcast with or you like their anime podcast, throw out the old anime podcasts of, of some sort out there and just, you know, help us out. Give us the old five stars in iTunes. Just, just help us out a little bit. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, all those other places. And of course, the mothership, Delta, JulietMike.com. For Count Jack Noir, this is DJM. Thank you all listening to the anime podcast of some sort, and we will talk to you next time. Wait a second.